Welcome to Heats We're Obsessed With. My name is Lucy Cave, Heats Editorial Director. Joining me, we have Heats Entertainment Reporter Lucy Ford. Hello. And Heats News Editor Kate Randall. Hello. Wearing some snazzy trousers. I know no one can see their trousers, but both yeah. of you, you are wearing good trousers. I didn't, And you've no. got snazzy hair. I've got orange hair. Yes, it's gone uh, orange, pink. Don't know what's happened to orange. it. But, but anyway, it's there on Instagram for all to see. I don't know if I like it, but luckily you can't see it so it's fine uh, if you this is the first time you've joined us this is heat's weekly showbiz podcast called we're obsessed with covering everything from celebrity gossip to pop cultural updates it comes out weekly every friday and for more celeb gossip the magazine is out now heat radio is on 24 7 and you can go to heatworld.com for breaking news but let's start with the most important topic in the pop cultural sphere that is love island and whether the couples can go the distance. Let's talk about Kemba, first of all, Kate. I don't think they can. Don't you? No. Why? I just... I don't know her. I think Amber's going to have her head turned. Oh, I by do. a footballer yeah. or someone. I think she's already like hamming up the press. Yeah, like, flicking her hair. I think she's going to be a bit like a magpie looking for something shinier. Yeah, I think she'll stick with Kem for a bit. You know, Kem's what won it. Kem's what won it yeah. for her. Let's oh, yeah. face it. Oh, yeah. It's basically like you know when you like your friend but you hate their boyfriend, but you yeah. like you deal with having to hang out with the terrible boyfriend. Like, yeah, but that's what Amber is. Everyone was like, oh, we'll deal with Amber because we love Kem. And do we see a show for the two of them? It wouldn't surprise. I think they'd, they'd make good reality TV. I don't. Th- I think they'd make boring reality TV on their own. But I can see them like going into Towie. Well, I oh. went, or maybe like a Gavin and Stacey kind of... Um, well, acting. No, like a Gavin and Stacey kind of reality TV show because he's from Essex, oh she's from Wales. Oh, yes. Real life Gavin and Stacey. Yeah. Oh, it is, isn't it? And obviously he's got wanted. his talent as a hairdresser so we can throw that into the mix, <laughs> although it's kind you of... You didn't see the air quotes around talent then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, debatable what kind of talent it is. Uh, as long as he wears a crocodile clip, which was my favourite part of him in Love Island when he had that crocodile clip on and Theo arrived... <laughs> his rival uh, then then it'd be fine what about the others so Chris Hughes um, by the time of listening is gone probably way over this but it's he's got at least 1.1 million followers followers on Instagram now yeah. he really turned him? it around I remember hating him so much and now oh. I want to hang out with him exclusively for the rest of my life I mean him and Olivia <laughs> on the farm that would be an interesting that would be a great yes. show but they're not going to last, are they? They could do the new series of The Farmer Wants a Wife. Oh, yes. What a great idea. Celebrity flock stars. I mean, <laughs> re- reports have surfaced that Love Island, because of its massive popularity, are going to actually, the producers are going to bring the most popular couples together for a, a show to follow um, whether they've lasted. So that will come probably in the next couple of months. And then there's going to be a new Love Island, potentially in January. In January? Uh, to rival the second Celebrity Big Brother. Obviously, the new one is out this week. Um, but yeah, so they're going to, they basically think there's a new uh, king of reality TV yeah. in town, which there is. So Love Island is going to take over the world. And I don't have a problem with that. Oh, I don't know. I kind of feel like stick to the summer. Like, let people want it. Do you think it's be too much? Yeah. A bit like Celebrity Big Brother. And a, bit, <laughs> and a bit like Dom and Jess from Love Island. <laughs> which now, is, who are definitely too much. Now, let's just discuss those. What have they been doing for anyone who hasn't been following them on the sidebar of shame <laughs> made online? <laughs> they have got matching tattoos yes. after knowing each other for two months. Two months. But They've we don't got... really believe that these matching tattoos are based on love, do we? Well, no, because no. they're sponsored by someone. Yes. Are they? The tattoos? Yes. Yes. They're sponsored and by they're, they're not. Yes. They're Basically, Every care company. Everything they have been doing, every single photo opportunity between those two is paid for by someone. So oh, that's what's God. that's what 
they those two have been doing. I mean, they are managed very carefully, and they're making they're making the most out of their five minutes of fame. But yes, sponsored by a tattoo art, so they would have got paid to have these tattoos or got free tattoos, and they have yeah. to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Then they were on some holiday all over each other in Ibiza, free holiday, no doubt. Anything they're doing, a lot of clothing. They've had a lot of yeah. wa- watches. She, she had was some, like, spot- like what? in the style yeah. offices because every yeah. celebrity has an in the style. Probably range. with the watches. Like, oh, what time is it? I wonder what time is it sponsored by. So basically, they're no different than those people who go on like a season in Ibiza and get a boat company tattooed on their chest as like real estate for the <laughs> advertising. That is no. essentially what they've done. Yeah, it is. But they've made it look glamorous. They win oh the most God. shameless award for Love Island. They're not going to last either, though, are they? No, oh, they're madly in love. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> And Marcel's got a book out. I know. I mean, I feel we need a single first, but I'll take a book. In less than a month, his book's coming out. Okay. Yeah, yes. I, I feel sorry for the person who's got to write. <laughs> yeah, because I just like, up all night. You have to, you know, some late nights writing that, Marcel. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that is Love Island. Uh, next up to discuss Cara Delevingne, Dane DeHaan and Rihanna. Yes, Rihanna in a new film called Valerian. Now, Lucy, you have mm-hmm. seen Valerian. It has mixed reports. In fact, Entertainment Weekly called it a beautiful mess. Yeah, so... I'm maybe not the best judge because I did fall asleep for half an hour in this film. <laughs> Imagine if all reviewers did. Oh, sorry. This I don't know why I'm know not what... a critic. <laughs> fell asleep. Like, there was a big gap where I just didn't understand what was going on. A little nap. But it's just so long. I was spoilt because I saw Dunkirk the week before and it was like a great film, but also only an hour and 45 minutes long, which is perfect. And also had Harry Styles in. So he's yeah, everyone knows this by now. I'm on the Harry Styles train. But this was two and a half hours long. It's a long film. And it was, I was tired. I'm sorry. So um, I didn't like it. I thought it was a bit rubbish. And this is Luc Besson, who's yeah. a, you know. A I actually really have not good... ever seen a Luc Besson film. Haven't you? No. So I think maybe that's why I'm not as like, oh my God, it's so good. But you have to say it in a French accent because he's oh, French. Oh yeah. My God. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just. I, I I know that she's trying, but I just can't get on board with Cara Delevingne as an actress. Well, somebody actually also said, um, I think it was, it was a critic on Rotten Tomatoes. and said, Cara Delevingne needs to learn there is more to acting than smirking and eye rolling. That is literally what she does in this film. She just smirks at Dane DeHaan or like gets annoyed at him. And also it's based off a comic book that was called Valerian and Laureline. And Laureline is Cara Delevingne's character. I've already switched off. Um, yeah, no, okay, it's yawning. <laughs> and they've cut her out of the title of it. And basically, like, she gets saved a lot in it. She's not as badass as she's claiming to be in all of these interviews, is my feeling on it. You chatted to them? I did. So there was the premiere of it this week. And I feel quite sorry for them in a way because they did, like, months shooting this film and literally all anyone wants to talk about is Rihanna. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you know, Including she's Rihanna. You, yes. She's Rihanna. They clearly knew. It's like, like, that's why she's in it. Uh, so Cara's been friends with Rihanna for a long time and she said it was great to have her on set. We've been friends for five years at least, so it's so really it's nice to, friend. again, yeah, to work with your friends is a dream. I mean, everyone I work with now in this film is obviously a friend, so that's yeah. the best thing. And Dane DeHaan said that actually there's a lot that goes into being Rihanna. I mean, Rihanna's amazing, you know, she's the hardest working person I've ever met. She was filming all day and then at night she was going to the studio to finish her album, so she's literally working around the clock. And I think I was just in awe of that, you know, a lot goes into making Rihanna, Rihanna. Rihanna, Rihanna. Rihanna. Sorry, we're saying it all wrong. Rihanna. I don't know if it's an accent thing or whether we're just saying it wrong. Rihanna, you say potato, I say Rihanna. Wrong. All these years. It's like they say Susan Sarandon. Kim Basinger. 
We don't say that, do we? Buckingham Instead Palace. Instead of Bastion. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, did you talk to Rihanna? I didn't talk to Rihanna because she just sashayed down the runway in this beautiful red dress. She looked like the red dress emoji, you know, the um, yeah. dancing lady. But she did do the kind of like, she talked at the crowd at the premiere and she kind of explained why she chose to be in Valerian for some reason. When Luke Besson calls, you just, you just go. You just show up. I don't care what it is. Yes, sir, I'm coming. And I couldn't be more thrilled to be a part of this cast, Cara and Dean. And the movie's so exciting. It's so beautiful. And I usually get shy about like seeing myself on TV or hearing my voice, but he did such a spectacular voice. I'm spectacular job and all of the effects and everything. I just... I was blown away. He told me that Bubble is an artist and she's very sensitive. <laughs> so I kind of identify with her and she's a shapeshifter and I kind of like to think of myself as a shapeshifter when it comes to my fashion and my music and my visuals. So it was really an exciting part and I fell in love with her. She sounds a bit drunk there. Was she drunk? I mean, you would be if you were Rihanna and you could be. And it's I just guess sitting so, in a limo yeah. drinking champagne. Jungle Stone, who knows? Who knows? We just let, we let her because she's Rihanna. Yeah, Rihanna. And Rihanna. Rihanna. And she doesn't have to do press, so she can just be as drunk as she wants, yeah. if that is the case. Oh, I quite like yeah, it. Yeah, so, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm not a critic, so I didn't like it. But then people love it as well, so maybe make your own call. Yeah, um, so it's got 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. I had to ask That's a lot. You know, that is good. That's good, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I so. think, like, Rotten Tomatoes, generally, I wouldn't watch anything over, like, 60, under 60%. So I feel like okay. 60 is quite a good gauge. So mm, 75 is really good. Yeah, so. But all the films I've watched have been about 20. Maybe <laughs> that half an hour I was asleep was, like, the that was the best you <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, so let's also talk about Angelina Jolie. Now, she has done a big interview with Vanity Fair, uh, and let's not forget that in May, her ex-husband Mr. Brad Pitt uh, sat down for a confessional cover story with GQ Style. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came off as quite humbled and apologetic, and he admitted he had a drinking problem. So yeah. that was really honest of him. Um, he said he wanted to be a better father and a better man. Um, although there was just a bit of a weird kind of video in which he was rolling around in sand dunes and crying at a campfire. I'm but here you, know, for you, know, it. you know, okay with it. <laughs> but so, how does Angelina's interview compare, Kate? Well, it's just very much. Trying to feel sorry, getting people to feel sorry for her. Okay. I mean, it's very measured, hard, isn't it? Yeah, it's very measured. It's very, the interviewer is so fawning over her, how beautiful, how amazing she is, how hard working she is. She's got six children that she looks after single-handedly. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> how, yeah, and it's just, she makes out that there's a lot of stuff that went on before the divorce, which have har- which harmed the children, and they're still recovering from it. So this is her revenge on Brad. Oh. This interview. Mm. And then she says she cries in the shower. Yeah. To hide it from her kids. Yep. That just seems excessive. Surely so, the kids aren't there all the time anyway, though. Don't they go and, to school? And how often does she have to keep, they must just think she has a lot of showers. Yeah, <laughs> five showers a day. Yeah, like, she's in Sorry, there. I just need to go have a shower. Mum is in the shower again. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I kind of just, yeah, she doesn't really open up really, does she? No, but I did find out that they've only got six bedrooms and there's six kids. So two of them Should got I a shared bedroom, which if your parents... Well, Angelina, your mum's Angelina Jolie just spent $25 million on a house. You'd expect your own room, wouldn't you? You would expect your own room. <laughs> like, Unless uh, Shiloh, is Shiloh still John? 
Shiny yes. likes to be called yeah, John. John. Um, but maybe John just likes to hang out in different rooms, like in the Over nomad. Yeah, maybe yeah. John likes to try. I bet they've got like a pantry. John <laughs> might live in the pantry for one. They've day. definitely got a home cinema. That's just like the yeah, company. Yeah, maybe room John ever. sleeps there. We yeah. might camp outside. Yeah, I would if I was John. I would. It's yeah. probably a million like playrooms and stuff to hang out in as well. Yeah. Well, maybe John just goes and lives with Brad. <laughs> Instead, I bet that's what she yeah. wants. Yeah, and then, uh, so Angelina also starts talking about that she has to pick up the dog poop. Yeah. Do we believe that she picks up dog poop? Especially uh, when she's in a photo shoot that's so real, uber glamorous. Yeah, it's so regal, isn't yeah. it? She's wearing like a green scarf around her head and looks beautiful. Yeah. And um, in the interview, she's actually, she comes down wearing a white long flown dress. What mum with six kids walks down in a white flowing dress with loads of dogs and then picks up dog poop? Yeah. I don't think so, Ange. <laughs> and also she said... Uh, she said that she didn't even know she needed throw pillows on her furniture because that was Brad's job. I mean, we've all been yeah. there. We've all needed half I mean, throw pillows. I don't even know. I don't even are. know. <laughs> Just Tough, pillows. Is that a part of growing up? Is like you understand the importance of throw pillows. Maybe it and is. That's when you're really tough times in the Jolie household, yeah. isn't it? At the moment, yeah. Yeah. we've got a lot There's to learn. Not a throw pillow in sight. Hashtag yeah. throw pillow. If you know what? I wonder how many throw pillows you need. Yeah. I just like that fact that Brad is really into pillows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how many throw pillows? Random have you got, celebrity Brad? interest. That's, you can throw ask pillows. him that next time you meet him, Lucy. <laughs> um, so Jada Pinkett Smith uh, has mm-hmm. been doing has been doing the rounds, talking about her new film Girls Trip, which has got brilliant reviews. Yeah, it is. Got... You didn't fall asleep in that one. I did not because partially because there was a girl behind me who I thought was actually going to have a heart attack because she was laughing so much, like to the point where I was like, okay, chill out. It's so very un-British to be so loud in a cinema. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you feel I was like, shh. But it is really funny. So it's that kind of thing of, it's following in the footsteps of like The Hangover and Rough Night, which no one saw this year with Scarlett Johansson. Oh, which was yeah. like, yeah, exactly. Like that kind of like R-rated comedy where they just go crazy. But this one actually works. So it opened in the US on the weekend uh, to like $32 million and came second only to Dunkirk. Wow, that is quite incredible. Yeah, Yeah, so I chatted to Jada who, like, her abs... I mean, I didn't even see them in person, but I just know that they're, like, rock hard. She's, like, the strongest woman ever. (laughs) She's tiny but strong. Um, I sat down with her to talk about the success of it and why she thinks it's done so well and how she thinks her kids are going to react to seeing her getting a little bit saucy in it. Congratulations on Girls Trip. Thank you. It was so funny. There was a girl behind me in the screening I thought was actually going to have a heart attack. (laughs) She was so loud. (laughs) Nice. We like that. Yes, it was so good. It was really, like, refreshing. Such a huge opening weekend as well. Yes. of course you're proud of it when you make it and everything, but did you expect that? You know, you just never know. I, I surely wasn't expecting 31.2 million um, for the first weekend. Once we started screening it, I was like, this might be something a little different here. So you just, you, you get your thoughts, you keep your fingers crossed, and I mean, it exceeded any, way beyond my expectation for sure. Yeah, second to Dunkirk. It's like, yeah, <laughs> second to Dunkirk, it's like, what? <laughs> Harry Styles. Come yeah. Um, so I read like an article recently that basically said like R-rated comedies just aren't doing that well at the box office. They haven't really done that well since like The Hangover. Mm-hmm. Why do you think this one has broken the mold a bit? I think it's it's because it's about something that um, people care about. You know, I think the theme of it just about living your truth. I think I, no matter who you are as a woman, I think we we all 
are always constantly trying to figure that out. And I think men as well. But I think even for men to be able to go see this movie and really be able to relate to some of the some of the raunch. I mean, men go pretty hardcore in regards to, you know, their jokes and their play. So I think that they can come see this movie and really appreciate that we can go just as hard. <laughs> In ways that is completely, utterly, and surprising and refreshing for them, but in a way that's, like, not girly, you know what I mean? And so I've definitely had a lot of men um, talk about how much they love this movie. Yeah, I think the screening I went to was, like, equal men and women, and they were all laughing. Yeah. Four main characters for women, like, a lot of the supporting roles women as well. That must be quite a rare experience to have so many women on, on screen with you. Not really. I mean, it's just, um, I mean, I've done movies like Set It Off. I've done movies like Bad Moms. I mean, ensemble female movies, you know, I've definitely been a part of. But um, we we could use a lot more ensemble comedies with women. You see a lot of women on screen together in regards to drama. And I think that, you know, Girl Strips definitely shows, you know, that... Um, women are funny too. I mean, same with Amy. Amy did it with Trainwreck and mm-hmm. Bridesmaids did it. You know, I just think they've all been a little, you know, distant. And so you have some that work and you're going to have some that don't work. And it doesn't mean that it doesn't work altogether. You know, it yeah. just means that we you keep working at it and finding those formulas that people are drawn to. Yeah, it's the same with male-driven ones. Absolutely. Then stop making them. Yeah, you don't stop making, (laughs) you know, movies, you know, comedies with men just because one doesn't work. You go, oh, okay, that didn't work. On to the next, you know. So, you know, just sometimes as women, we always just constantly having to show and prove ourselves over and over again. So, you know, we just keep doing it until we don't have to anymore. Um, I love your character in this. I love that she's, like, quite racy and, like, gets pretty steamy. Yeah. How does it feel knowing that your kids might watch it? Is that, Do you have to have a conversation first or are you just, like, you watch it and see it yourself? Yeah, my kids, the one thing about my kids is that we have the most honest relationship. Like, my kids know everything about me. And when I tell you everything, I mean everything. I think as a mother... It's my job to share with them my life experiences and and not to like play this, oh, I'm your mother and I'm just so perfect. And, you know, I've never been that mom. There's nothing I could do and my kids would be utterly surprised. So I think something like this, you know, my son might sit there and go, just because as a son, you just, there's just certain things that you probably don't want to see your mother do, but it won't surprise him. It's just like, I'd rather not watch this, but it's not surprising me that my mother would do this. (laughs) So she says nothing surprises her kids. Mind you, you look at her kids and they're they're pretty cool, aren't they? I think they're... Yeah, they're they're so cool. Like Willow's 16 and she's got like a septum piercing and shaved her head. Like I was not that cool at 16. Like definitely didn't know how to do my eyeliner at 16. And Jaden, he's pretty... I mean, he used to hang out with Justin Bieber, didn't he? Mm. He's probably seen a lot. They've they've also moved out, Jaden. Already? Yeah, already. Yeah. The other week she was saying that they don't live with them anymore. They've got their own houses. Well, I hope they don't think they're going to move to Angelina's house. No, no room room at the end. No. I know. Okay, Kylie Jenner, finally, and boobs. Let's discuss. She gets them measured every week. Is that true? She does. So she's so desperate to have the best boobs in Hollywood. She goes and visits someone every week who measures them to check that they're the same size and that there's no sagginess. But they're not going to be the same size, are they? Every girl, boys, if you're listening, sorry about this, I'm sure you've discovered it somewhere, but every girl has a wonky boob. I mean, no one's got symmetrical boobs, have they? Unless you're Kylie and go to a surgeon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
So but if, also, isn't she just setting herself up for a world of disappointment because it's all downhill from when you're 19? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. She's like, I can't believe that's how old she is. 19, no. I mean, if like, t- someone told me she was 50... She's looking a bit like Big Anne, you know, from Mob Wives. She is. I mean, she's just very overinflated. But I have some a story to tell you about boobs, and that is that uh, I, when I was slightly younger, slightly more stupid, uh, I really wanted to have bigger boobs, much like Kylie Jenner, but I was too scared to go under the knife. So I investigated options, and I found. Uh, a woman claiming that she could hypnotise me to make my boobs bigger. I actually have a CD that I found uh, the other day. This is what reminded me of it, that I'd got alongside my hypnosis, which cost me £90, and I was meant oh. to listen to the CD every day for 28 days. For and how long? How 28 long days. It's about an hour. And you had to listen to it, and it, and it was the woman going, your mind is a very powerful thing. Just imagine your breasts swelling. And the worst thing was, my now husband found this CD in my car when we first started dating because he borrowed my car to go to the shop and he put it on and thought, what on earth is that? (laughs) I like the idea that someone on the tube with their headphones in might be listening to this tape. (laughs) You're watching that that they're they're like like a podcast or like (laughs) Justin Bieber, but it's like, no, they're just hypnotizing their boobs to get bigger. But fact fans, as you can see, you can't because you're listening in me and your ear, but... uh, I haven't, it hasn't worked. Did you have to do any exercises with it or just... Just your just mind, thinking, your mind thinking. exercise. But I didn't do it for the whole 28 days. Well, that's where you went wrong. I know, I know. But do you think Kylie's getting... Kylie, you know, the whole Kardashian family may not be getting surgery. They might be getting hypnosis. They're just listening to these tapes yeah. for the last three years. Yeah, they might be. Through 28 days. It's Although like the, woman, days. the woman who did the hypnosis is now no longer in business, funnily enough. Was that because of your review? Yes, probably. <laughs> she probably, well, she saw me coming. She thought, I, she's, I'm probably the only person. First customer. First and only customer. And only customer. <laughs> 90 pounds. What was I thinking? Anyway, so there you go. You cannot actually hypnotise your boobs to get bigger. You've I, heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, you heard it first. I also read once that some girl reckons she drank cappuccinos and that made her boobs bigger. I did once take seeds. What, to make your boobs yeah. bigger? I went on a school trip to like a, I don't know where it was, but it was like an old-fashioned, like a Tudor farm thing. And apparently they were selling these little seeds to... Um, to make your boobs make bigger. bigger. On a school trip. Trip. Yeah. And we all bought them. And obviously they did not work. It's probably that same woman that hypnotised me, tried to hypnotise <laughs> me. around to Tudor at Park. She doesn't know what will do it, but she's just really focused on people getting big boobs. Yeah, like, exactly. She'll, she'll try anything. <laughs> anyway, so that's it. Kardashian's clearly being hypnotised. Uh, hopefully we've hypnotised you to come back next week. <laughs> uh, this is our weekly podcast. We're obsessed with it. It comes out every Friday. Uh, remember, for more showbiz gossip, the magazine is out now. Heat Radio is on 24-7 and go to heatworld.com for breaking news. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.